Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Chaim Langzam, Executive Director of the Rabbinical College of Quebec, on the topic of expanding your donor base. I just want to say thank you, Chaim, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzlach in their Shluchim. It's a pleasure. So let's get right to it. What we're going to be talking about today is the idea of bringing chalas to people that, that you would like to develop a relationship with them, and that's something that you have had success with. Can you share with us, how do you get into this? The reason why I've done it is because it's a way of tapping into a new donor or a new potential donor that you typically don't have via your mailing list or raffles or any other campaign. So it's more strategic way of doing it. You know, I know this guy... I've been trying, you know, through a friend of a friend to get to him for a while, and it hasn't worked. Let me try the Challah Campaign Avenue and see if it works. And you've had you've had a luck with it. Baruch Hashem, um, it's it's he has to be consistent and steady with it. But overall, Hatzlach has been beyond our wildest uh, expectations. Give us an example of an actual story of someone that uh, you were not able to connect with them. And, you, and through the challah, you were able to to make this connection. Well, actually, the story that I have for you is a little different, but uh, the way I would describe it, there was this individual uh, uh, wealthy businessman here in town. That his office was a half hour away from where we are. So on Friday afternoon, when Shabbos comes in 3 o'clock in Montreal, it's a mahalach to get there. But I made the effort, and I committed myself to go to him every Friday to go by his office. His office is secured, so you can't see he does some work for the U.S. Navy, even though it's based in Canada, some type of, uh, uh, I don't know, security firm that do some t- technology uh, research for the Navy. So you can't enter the building. So the closest I can get to him is uh, the security guard at the gate. And I would leave Achala at the gate one week, another week, a week after that. And I wouldn't hear anything back, but I kept on doing it. And it was before Rosh Hashanah. And I figured, you know, before Rosh Hashanah, I'll drop off a honey cake, a honey cake instead of a challah. And a few weeks later, I got a FedEx uh, package back, I guess, with the honey cake, because that was sort of saran-wrapped. But the challah wasn't there, and it was a message, like, please do not uh, solicit or we, we send any more of the drop-off, etc., etc. So to me, it was like, you win some, you lose some. This is probably one of the people that are not interested, and he's making it very clear, so I would, I would lay it off. A while, a while later, I bumped into uh, to him, and you know, I started talking to him about funding the yeshiva, and he never heard of it before, and he got very interested, and he became one of our biggest donors that we have till today. So I asked him, I don't understand. For a long time, I've been dropping off at your office, and I got a, you know, a clear message, do not drop off, we're not interested, and now you, it's like a whole other side to you. So what he's told me is that his secretary has strict instructions not to, you know, accept any people that are asking for donations, and, you know, a closed-door policy. But uh, ultimately, when I got to him, he had another opinion. So even if you go to somebody, what I'm trying to say from the story is if, if it happens by that you go to somebody and, you're, and the door is shut in your face, loved after the door is shut in your face, the Ebeshta has a way of working mysterious ways, and, and ultimately, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and you'll get through. Let's talk about the practicals of this idea, because Shulchan always wants answers. What, what do you do typically on a Friday when it comes to delivering challahs? What's your, do you have a certain amount of challahs that you deliver? The, the method of operation is simple. I try to do simple and practical. And simple and practical means, you know, you can't be everywhere uh, all the time. So 
geographically. We break down the city. I want to go, you know, downtown this week and the next few weeks in a row. I'll try to be repetitive to the same places. Uh, five or six uh, that I can do because offices are not next door to each other. They're, you know, they're a little bit spread apart. So we do five or six in one location. I don't even ask to see the person that I'm dropping off the challah. I just drop it off. Shluchmachtas has some cute uh, packaging ideas if you you know if you want, uh, but I just you know I put the yeshiva information and the challah, and after the third or fourth week, I would then ask you know is Mr. So and So there, and frankly nine out of ten times they are curious to know who's dropping off the challah that they, you know will come out to speak to you, and by then you know sometimes you. You, you know, something strikes up right away. You know, invite them over for Shabbos, and sometimes it takes a little longer. Are you sending to the same person multiple weeks in a row? Yes. No, typically, if I'm trying to go after a certain, you know, balabas or a certain area, I would send to the same person a few weeks in a row. In, in my personal experiences, I let's say I would go to office A, B, and C a few weeks in a row, and then I would ask to speak to the person that I'm dropping off the challah. Uh, so usually after a few times, you've gotten the attention of the person you're dropping off the challah. Either he'll say, hey, he's not interested, please don't come here again, which usually doesn't happen, I must say. Or he'll be so interested, you know, he's curious. You piqued his interest. Who's this person dropping off the challah? So um, he'll want to talk to you. So then you go to him, put on film with him, start a, you know, some type of conversation, etc., etc. In regards to the simple packaging of the challah, are you putting it inside of a bag? Is there a label on it? Is there a printed material that you put inside to know where it's coming from? I personally don't do that. I go to a local challah, uh, you know, a bakery. I go to a bakery uh, Friday morning that knows me already. They prepare, you know, the 10, 20 challahs, whatever, you know, I order. And I staple a yeshiva information packet to it, which includes basically a phone number, an email address, who I am, and some, you know, a good Shabbos wish. But if you go on Shluchim Achtas, they have a variety of different options that Shluchim can choose from. You know, come to our services, uh, or just a little bit of background about your Chabad house. So it depends what you're looking to accomplish. Montreal is Kenai Baruch Hashem in a city that has lots of Shluchim and a lot of Chabad houses. So the yeshiva has some type of name, you know, branding and name recognition. So when you just mention the yeshiva, most people know who you're talking about. I don't have to introduce it or sell it. They know who it is. The bag that you're getting from the bakery, does it have the, the, the bakery's logo on it? And does it no, the, it doesn't have the bakery's logo. It, it doesn't, but it, and if it did, it wouldn't be... It, I, I wouldn't look at it as... You know, if you want it, some people have the thing, they want a fresh big challah, that their wife bakes the challah, which is beautiful, but I wouldn't want to put it on, you know... It, it, it could be a chore on top of everything else that the... Shluchas are involved in on a day-to-day basis. So if they, they can do that, great. Sometimes you're in a city that there is no bakery, so you don't really have much of an option. But uh, it didn't seem to make much of a difference if it was a fresh baked challah versus a store-bought challah, as long as it's fresh. That's great to hear because it's true. So there is so, so, sometimes so much is going on that shluchim simply don't do these things because, like, oh, it's another another schlep, you know, for a shlucha to have to make the challahs, but you're saying that this works just fine and it's had a lot of success with just simply going to the bakery, getting the challah, and sending it out. But, of course, like you said, there are shluchim that don't have that luxury in the town. There's a famous American saying that says, you know, the key to men's heart is through his stomach. And I think spiritually, when you give something that reminds them of home, their grandparents' house or their great-grandparents' house, the challah, the warmth, the love, it, it hits them instantaneously, and that piques their curiosity to find out more. When it comes to deciding who you're going to give the chalas to, 
you know, that you can't give it to everyone. So how do you make the decision who, who you're going to give it to? So that's a good question. The answer to it, the way I personally do it is people that I am looking to build a connection to that I, pers- that I don't have a Kesher with. And every other way I've tried, I haven't be able, I, I wasn't successful in, in reaching them. So my challah is that, you know, direct or knocking on the door approach to get to them. So the people that uh, I've tried other ways and I haven't been successful, I try the challah approach. It's an amazing thing. So you're saying that these are the people that you tried, nothing else worked. So when you're doing the challahs and you get through to someone, even if it's you know, a small percentage, that's hatzlacha that you weren't having any other way. Yes, 100%. And you are getting through to people that you weren't able to get through to before. The answer is yes, an overwhelming success, I should say. Anybody that we've gotten through this campaign is a new person that we didn't have before. So it just grows from there. And in fact, uh, a lot of times, you know, somebody would say, oh, you know, you're dropping off challah by me, my friend so-and-so who lives down the block, or, you know, his office is upstairs, three flights up. He would love it as well. I told it to him. So word of mouth also, also, word of mouth also expands the, the reach of the, you know, the challah campaign, which ultimately builds your donor base. And sometimes your success is not immediate. You do see it over time. For an example, there was a federation private plane to Eretz Yisrael for their big donors. And I spoke to one of the people when they returned back from Eretz Yisrael, and they said one of the topics on the plane was about the challah. Oh, you get the challah, and I get the challah, and how much it means to me. So even though I haven't heard from some of the people that have been dropping off the challah, it made such a, you know, on them that they've been repeating it to other people how it's you know it's something that they look forward to so hopefully with time they haven't told me yet but with time they'll probably say something so I think overall even though I don't hear uh, all the time the effect it has but it definitely does have an effect has the challahs paid for itself by leaps and bounds the challah is a very minuscule investment I mean it's not one of these big things you have to roll out you need a pilot program you need you know uh, you know, five thousand dollars to you know rent a facility in a hall and, and print special invitations. It's billed as your success builds. You know, you you you, you buy one challah, two challahs. There's no minimum and no maximum that you have to do or that you have to meet. So as you grow into it, you'll see you'll see success along the way. Many times you probably don't even know if the person is there, but you but you, but you drop it off, correct? Yes. Um, the worst thing is the challah is not fresh when he gets it, but he gets the message and the thought of the challah. I think is perhaps even more than the challah itself. That, you know, someone thought about him, it was Arab Shabbos, and came by and dropped it off. It's the thought and maybe the memory attached to the challah, you know, from his childhood, his home, or some type of uh, environment, an environment that he grew up with. Also, you know, creates a powerful message. Do you go yourself every time, or has there ever been a time that you had someone else go deliver the challah? We have Bachman Yeshiva, and if I can, if I know this specific person that I'm working on, and I'm not going to be in that area, I would give it to a Bachar that's doing the time in that area to drop off the challah. But again, n- most of the times, I go myself. Because you never know the opportunity when it's going to arise. I, I'll never know if the guy is going to walk out when I'm there, or punk this time he's going to ask to see me. So I want to be ready, you know, if he's interested. When you when you have that first opportunity to meet someone, so talking about expanding your donor base, that's your one shot. What have you found is the best way to connect with someone in that first meeting? So to me, it's not it's not about selling. It's more about that the Shabbos, and we're thinking about you, and we're in the area, and so we're dropping the fachala, and it's more very no. I'm not making a sales pitch, and I'm not selling him on anything. It's more that we're giving him something, and over time, 
they want to know more. What exactly does the yeshiva do, or how can I get involved? Or you build up some type of you know friendship that you can then lean on them and ask them for support uh, if you're doing a type of campaign. Because by then they know who you are, and they get an e- you get an email. If you send them an email, then they'll respond because there's some type of correspondence going. So the chala is just the door opener. It gets you into their office. It gets you to meet the person, which otherwise uh, was proving difficult. Do you do you specifically deliver to their businesses, or have you ever delivered to a balabas's house? If I know the balabas is home, and uh, in the summertime a lot of balabatim don't go into work on on Friday, I will then go to their house. But that's something that I've done after I've already met the balabas to come to somebody's house. In the beginning, I feel they might be taken aback. Like, you know, how do you know where I live? How do you know who I am? Uh, if, if I'm a Chabad HaShliach and somehow word of mouth, it might be different. But from a yeshiva perspective, being the fact that we don't have a Chabad in that area where that person lives, I would be hesitant to first go to his house. I would try his office first. Chaim, is there one last words of wisdom that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? I can tell you from my personal experience, it's one of the easiest uh, and cheapest uh, campaigns you can probably do and highly, highly effective. It can be strategic, like you're going after a certain balabas that you're having trouble reaching, and this is a good way to get into this balabas by being you know, consistent with a chala, which is a minimal investment. Or if you want to reach a few balabasim at one time, it's the same minimal investment with a an enormous upside. By the way, I want to mention that there may be many sources where Shulchan could get uh, custom-made bags um, for the challah, but I do know that Mendel Keldin offers an I Love Shabbat bag, and you can order them at ChabadMidSuffolk.com slash Shabbat bags, and uh, you can either just order the bags or sign up for an entire program that he offers. That's just good for Shulchan to know. Thank you, Rabbi Chaim Langzam, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and approach to expanding your donor base through the Chala campaign. We really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Hatzlacha. I appreciate what you're doing. This is Dovi Shapiro. If you're enjoying these weekly Shluchim podcasts, pass it on to another Shliach and let them know about it as well. They can subscribe by sending me an email to rabbi at jewishflagstaff.com with the word subscribe in the title. Make it a great week.